Yeah, protein shake with milk. Loads of it. Loads of milk, cub. Loads of milk. Full of blue. Blue milk. Guys, welcome along to the Muscle and Hustle podcast. Tony's here. Budgie Smuggler's still on. South African vibe. South African vibe. Keeping the cause alive. Took a took a quick he took a quick hour break from the shenanigans in the back garden to join us. Yeah, in the paddling pool with the dog at the height of it. Now I'm, now I'm joking. Come here. You know what you need to do, Tony? You know the way that dog's so small? Yeah. You, you need to get a bigger shovel for the shit. I don't think that sh- I don't think that shovel's big enough, you know? That shovel's for the my sister's dog, the big dog. <laughs> What do you mean the big dog? The dog that's two inches taller? That dog's pretty big, man. <laughs> You're running out of fucking full-blown workman shovel. Ah, oh, well, fuck me, you know, You don't know how big a turd the fucker's gonna lie. I think that shovel could be to clean out your cage sometimes. It just depends on the week. <laughs> depends on the week. What about the the big 102 now? Yeah. Claiming that's two kilo in a week? Ah, it's just a fluctuation. I came straight back down. I saw it and I goes, Jesus Christ. But I came straight back down to 100.9. So it was just a big jump. Uh, it, it, oh, I didn't feel good that day anyway, but it was just one of them things. I think I had quite late that day. It was after that uh, 5,000 calorie video done. And it was like uh, the foods probably weren't just as clean as they normally are that day. It's quite They were quite high in sugar for what I normally eat. Uh, would that be because you cooked it yourself? No, it's because see whenever I didn't want to. I did, don't get me wrong. I want to record what I eat, but I didn't want to record. Uh, like, see my meal plan. I'm not lying. If I set like this is my meal plan: salmon and rice, mince and rice, chicken and rice, bagels and wet chicken and rice. That is my actual stand. That's what I would eat some days. And then see whenever I run out of food or I'm busy or forget not to forget the prep, but I'm just know that I've got the other foods in the house. That's like a day of eating where it's more normalized yeah 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 yeah. it's less like you know that's more of like a that would happen every two to three days you know where you've got stuff out and about or you yeah i'm prepped and you can get it together quite quickly i want to give some people nobody wants to see me just eat rice fucking five times a day that's grim as fuck fish in a rice cake i know wish it was in his shape but (laughs) i know did you see him lately but did uh did you tell people this in the video no but i'll talk for it the next one i think oh no well I don't mean I'm not even nearly a thousand views are. hey yeah it's not bad I got 200 something subs first video so we'll see how it goes 212 uh, subs that's alright like um, I put my exercise library on public and that'll rake in a good bit of views I reckon you gonna do that 50-50 it's one of them things where you need to realise like it's it's old videos too like they're, I want to reshoot it your mum's the number one fan again Oh, absolutely, sure. Killing Jeez, it in the comment me. section. I want to see, see a 20,000 calorie challenge before you start your cut. Here with that. Sean Casey. Some crap. No, oh. 20,000 calories a fucking day. Easy for you, kid. See, just wouldn't be. You couldn't, you couldn't eat cleanly. I think the see. I think I could do something like that if I was dead and I was hungry. I just see whenever you're eating fat, no appetite lag at the minute. Like I don't. Oh, I. Whereas, yeah. If you enjoy food, you know, you would actually enjoy going and doing that. Like after a dad phase. Yeah, you will. You have to get ready for it, like as well. You have to. You can't just go and decide I'm going to do twenty thousand calories tomorrow. You have to fucking. I don't know. Like the way Matt does fitness, does it? I think you have to kind of really bear in it over over the course of a week or two. 
But that's good. That's a good start. That's a good start to the vlogging. Should I start calling you Logan Paul now? One of the Paul no. brothers? Tony Paul? Tony Paul. Tall Paul. <laughs> I don't think anybody's calling you Tall Paul. Subscribers. I'm probably... It's one of them things, I don't know, like, I go completely, not tits up, but people are asking for it, so I've done it, and then... And when's it, so it's going to be weekly now? I'm going to try and do weekly or fortnightly, that's what I'm going to try and stick with, no more than that, any more than that, and it's, it's going to be, it's going to spread out, I'm going to try and do, like, it's tricky enough to, the thing is too, like, I don't watch anybody on YouTube, like, it's not my, like, oh, when yeah. I watch stuff... I would click into like a movie or something instead. I wouldn't go YouTube. Whereas Joe naturally like, yeah, I, for example, would go. She would go straight to. YouTube oh, I'm a YouTuber. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what you look, but like what you're supposed to do. So like, yeah. she was like, anything you think people don't want to see, that's what they really want to see. Well, the food food challenges is the is the like the what I eat in a day is like the if you if you have a if you fuck up and get low views on a video. They'll bounce back and go, this is what I eat to get cut. This is what I eat to get shredded. Um, and then you have ones like the food challenges are like big views, big views. And then the new one is high voluminous foods. My hey, eight, no, like high volume foods. So, you know, oh, really yes, voluminous. Yes. Uh, so it's like 1800 calorie cut. You'll never guess fucking the amount of food I ate and it's like all this mad shit but really in truth they're just fucking adding egg whites to everything but it's uh yeah you can see it you get here fucking YouTube's YouTube's the platform like it is the one of them things you don't know how it's gonna go so give it a go for six months review see how it happens it's one of them things if you don't try you don't know so if there's decent growth in six months to a year then it'll continue if not then I can always just take a break you know can indeed mm -hmm. Um, and actually, a boy, um, shout out to the Dromore boys over in Liverpool. Listeners to the podcast, Tony. Not just not just bumping into people that knows me from DJ and I'm bumping into people who go, oh, it's your boy does the podcast with Tony McAlevey. Don't help their ears. Right, uh, what is the topic this week? What's topic, the well, this is a question sent in by Ben. Ben is, ben is one of Conlis clients. Mm -hmm. Is it Conless clients? Either Conless or yours? Uh, ben Bradshaw. Sure. Yep. Yeah, Conless. When you're looking at picking a coach, what would you look for in picking a coach yourself? Um, I think that's that's probably not as a straightforward question as people might think it is. Oh, it's really tricky. <laughs> Tony looks for one that tells him to eat fifty eggs a day. <laughs> The greedy me, bastard that won't even stop eating while he's on this fucking podcast. No, I'm sitting drinking shakes here, sorry. <laughs> uh, see, for me personally, I picked multiple coaches. I think it depends what you need, depending on what the person is. So, like, I would get some people who picked me because they won the result, but I would get some, like, PTs who come to me because they know that they want to be where I am. So, they're picking me based off that. So, I think you need to base, like, I picked stage blocks, two picked diabetes. Blocks. Lock Yaman used to coach me, and the reason why I picked him is because probably the best in person sessions you can get in Ireland. So Who? I needed in person. Lock Yaman. Boy from Downster Band direction. He's down from Monastraven. He's from Past Kildermouth. Oh, right, right, right. He's Mr. He's Mr. Universe 2019 or something. He's massive. But anyway, I really, really enjoyed working with him in person. But then whenever I wanted to go solely online, 
I want to I want to go to somebody else who's better at that. Joe. Yeah. So it's knowing that there for for me, I think there's a couple of things. They need to walk, they need to walk the walk. Like they can't just talk it. So they need to be in some sort of shape. And they also, in my opinion, need to brought somebody from a position I am in to where I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think it needs to be repetition. You can't be one of these PTs that's posting the same transformations repeatedly. That's like when I post a transmission, you don't, you don't really see it again. Yeah, unless it's a, a year or two later. I, exactly. I always do the one year thing, but you see certain people that keep reposting the same one. That means that was a that means that was a fluke. Yeah, or their sales have dipped a bit, and they knew that was a a wee money maker the last time they posted it, and they yeah. fucking go again. And, I think personality too. Like I think a lot of people, like whatever some people say to me, the, I, I used to have it in my form and it used to be reason why you picked me as a coach and it used to be one result and two was always relatable. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's another big thing. You don't want... You can have a coach where they're very standoffish. They're just fucking yeah. do, 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 do this, do that, bang, see you later, chat to you next week. Or you get a coach that actually is more inve- slightly more invested and then you get a coach that's 100% fucking two feet in invested. Think as well, PT. Whenever you say PT, there's a lot that come across as very, it's a very arrogant place. I think. Well, there is there. Oh, there's but it's the, arrogant. The stereotype is a lad who's going to raid your girlfriend. Yeah, well, that's the stereotype, but I think it's even worse now. Like, I would gonna raid, raid, raid you. No, no, they're just. Uh, I would go as far to say sixty percent of uh, as they like to call themselves fit pros now are con men yeah it's sales tactics that's that's the that's the big thing for me when i look at it and i i know all all the things to look at and even before you look at what the results are and i look at the sales the way they're using it and the the, the words they're using we're talking about clients talking about stuff like uh what is it like qualified leads and all they're using sales jargons and you're looking like going but you're talking about people's health here. You're you're it's not you're not talking about not selling people fucking house shares. You're not talking about selling people real estate. You're talking about like actual training someone for maybe six months, but you're talking about oh like these are quality leads and and you're like Well I would say you get boys that take but then you get boys that take it to the, that's probably an extreme. And Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to know. Like, you know, and then they can get people on board and and they're they're taught things like object objection handling, which I think is really fucking wrong. If someone like you always said here, you're you normally would object clients more than anything. No, you would yeah, take I you. Don't, I don't ever I don't ever start the conversation about somebody coming on unless they're a friend or something. Aye, but you don't train uh, people if if you look at someone and you know someone's not going to do the work, you just won't train them. No, and if somebody's not doing the work, I'll tell them slide on. Ah, uh, exactly. But there is some people will just sign them up regardless and let them go through the motions and go here. No, that's all right. No, There's your twelve weeks well, up. Best, best person to answer that question is probably you. Why? What was the like top three or four reasons you hired me a long time ago? Um, you didn't know me. You didn't know me then, so you completely came through social media. You didn't. Well, that, you didn't even have me. a. You didn't even have a big following back then. No, probably about two. You were by. You were just over two thousand. It was from Sean. I went eighteen hundred. I went eighteen hundred in April two years ago to five thousand seven hundred last year. Well, April two years ago, I was really training you at that stage. 
Right, so yeah, you were in around the 1800 mark. All right. Um, from Sean McCormick, first of all, and then someone, there was a, a gym program floating about that you'd writ, and I got it. Um, And I remember doing a couple of sessions of it and going, oh, this is a wee bit different. And I was like, I must give this boy a shout. And then that was it. Because you weren't That's really posting, you weren't really posting transformations really then. You were still no, in the I'm, fight. You were still in the fire brigade at that stage. No, I was just taking. A, I was just your person who posted normal stuff, and then the odd day for a bad result. Aye, you. But you weren't even posting that much. Like you weren't. You definitely weren't posting daily content. You were posting bits and pieces. Um, but I think it was more because I'd trained with loads of different people before, and your your style of training. <laughs> Stop fucking flexing on the camera. Your style of. <laughs> You're like, oh, you fucking drumstick. Your style of training was different. I'd never trained with anybody who's first, even from the from the very, like, the, the singular point of your first set's the heaviest. I had never trained that style in my life. It's just something, it's just something different. But, it, it's but like, even that there caught my attention. I was like, but w w would you not, like, you know, ease into it, build up to it? And you were like, no, no, no. First set, balls the wall, go for it. Something different. And that, that was kind of the way I was like, I was looking for something different. And then Sean had told me diet-wise, you just like blew his mind. Well, it's not hard to blow Sean's mind, but you blew his mind when it came to diet. So I was like, right, I'll give this a go. Because I was coming off keto and then just a normal Jeez. diet after that. Yeah. Fuck. What? Right. That's pretty much that answer, I think. It's something different. Aye. Referral. Yeah, just referrals probably as well. I think having, I think one of the main things is if you actually deliver in anything, like whoever cleans your car, whoever you know, yeah. does your windows, it usually comes from either you knowing someone who knows them, a friend of a friend. So it's just making sure if your service is up to scratch, you'll get referred because I think a lot of people forget there's loads of coaches, there's loads of people making a lot of money out there that are doing really well that don't necessarily look it, but they're, they're doing quite well because they're flat out. Like my window cleaner, like he has two or three boys working for him doesn't mean he's not you no, know, and it's just word of mouth whereas you just wouldn't have, do you know what I mean yeah and it's also if someone's like a, a an expert at a certain thing doesn't mean they're an expert at everything you know no, go exactly. for someone who's got a, an expertise in what you're looking for it's like if, if you're going for a competition there's a reason competition prep coaches normally get paid a fucking shit ton yeah, and they don't do anybody else but comp perps. Uh, and there's less of them that are actually good. <laughs> so yeah. then they can what? charge more. What was the other question? Um, next one we have is, start. if you were starting over as something different, what would it be? Oh, I reckon you picked that. No, no, that was a question sent on to me. No, I meant you. Uh, what would you answer that? Fuck. Why would I answer that? Um, I would say I would get into counselling, probably. Because I feel like I'm counselling you every week. Oh, do you? Do you feel like this is <laughs> I feel like I'm looking into your soul. I don't know why you're getting... Week by week, you're getting more naked. It's startling this here now. Well, you keep at, you're asking for it, so I don't know why you're complaining. This is why you said to me, though, <laughs> you said to me last night, I think we should start recording these. <laughs> yeah, I said we should film these and you're sitting there fully dressed I'm in a pair of South African Speedos so yeah, but I would say it would be I'd say if uh, I'd say it would be counselling I would I would probably 
especially the way shit is now. <laughs> I'd be a plumber. You would be a plumber. No, no, I'd say no. You know what? I I know what you'd be. Go on. I'd You're say. Still <laughs> I'm trying. I'm just looking at you now. I'd say you'd own a sunbed shop. Oh, fuck me. You know what I am, boys? You'd be leathered, leathered skin. Calling everybody darling. Right, darling? <laughs> like a boat, you mean? Men, women, skin. child, everybody's darling. Uh, skin like a wally boat. There's Tony there. Tony's tans. Tony's tans. Oh, that's got a ring to it. <laughs> Tony's tans, eh? Tan line. What would you do? What, what do you think you'd do? Fuck, I don't know. Don't say, say oh, I'll just go back to the fire, man. No, I mean, like, I've done my life card, done my fire, done this. I assume everything's fitness-based, so if we go away from fitness... Fuck. I think that's tricky, like... Pilot? I think if, if, you had, if I had to pick, like, a, a job that's... Out there, I think I'd like to be a postman or something. Oh, Tony. You wouldn't do I'm it in the bad weather. And I, I mean, I wouldn't mind that, like, see... You can listen to, you can listen to bits and pieces as you go around. People... <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? You can listen to podcasts, you can listen to books. Nobody annoys you when you're out and about. Saying that there, I have a mate that over lockdown got a job. Uh, his job was put on hold. He had a, he had a massive sales job with a, with a drinks company. Like, a, a very fucking good job. And during lockdown, he took a job at Amazon. Right. And his job now is started back, and he's staying with Amazon because he ha- says he is so much happier. And his exact reason was, I can just listen to fucking podcasts and audiobooks all day. Nobody bothers me. I just do my work and go home. I get paid slightly less. I get paid slightly less, but nobody bothers me after six o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Do you ever work in retail? No. Nah, not really. I was that when I was young. I worked in JD Sports, and oh my God. See, see (laughs) dealing with customers is fucking horrendous. (laughs) And... Well, I I was very, I was very close to getting the boot where I worked in JD. I'm not gonna lie, like I had that many meetings, but I just I just didn't care. Do you know what I mean? You know, like. But then I also made stupid mistakes. Like when I was 16, I sold a box of shoes and one shoe, and it wants a person. Uh, that, but that's that bound to be easily done. That's the tell the tell person should be checking that. I don't. I think I served and sold. I don't know what the fuck will happen. But anyway, I just remember the person coming in after Christmas and going, you know. I wrapped this up and fucking the child opened it and there was fucking one shoe oh, in it. Oh shit. My manager was like, there's no way anyone in our shops that can often not sort that. So she had to go back in my cameras and check and all. I'm sure there's me fucking sliding one shoe in the center on. 20, f- 56 Nike. kilo Tony sitting there. One red Nike, one red Nike blazer. You know the person talking about the jeans uh, fucking blew up everybody in the fucking country is wearing like the yeah. high top ones. Fucking yeah. hell. But no, uh, retail, not a, not a good thing for me. I definitely don't think I'd cope with that. Like, I think it's tough work. You wouldn't be a postman. I mean, that's one thing, 100% for sure, Tony. You would not be a postman. Well, I wouldn't be in the fitness thing. Do you want to be a nice, light, lean bean? I know, but you wouldn't, definitely wouldn't be a postman. Why? Do I, I don't know. It just, no. No. Like, do you think I'd be a lifeguard? No. Do you not think I'd go down that route at all? Well, no. Nah. So you just sit in your arse there, it's great. I know, but sure, what are you going to do over the winter? You work in the pools, you know, there and on the beach in the summer. <laughs> you don't go until the light's green, son. Oh, you! And oh, then, that's where you'd, you'd be in your element, the fucking slide. 
the flumes. I reckon so. Do you know whenever you get that wee bit of power and you're fucking... Nope, you ate there, son. Uh, I get the hand up. The white... Yeah. And then on your marks, get set. Oh, no, 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 it's still red. Why would you do if two boys jumped out at once? You'd be the sort of mad cunt that land down after them. <laughs> I had to go down the side after somebody before in, in the pool. It's grim as fuck. What do you have to do? Oh, they were blocking her up? They got stuck, yeah, and you have to go down and fucking slide them out. So I just spread the legs and my nuts hit them on the back and away they go. We used to do it in the old Malaysia Centre. You'd slide down. Once you went around the first corner, you could stop yourself. So you, used to st- you used to stay there, turn around, open your mouth and hope somebody No, you, we used to get four or five boys in a row and everybody would stop <laughs> and start climbing back up and scare the fucking life out of your man. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, that he used to get, they caught on too many times, like. But what would what would you honestly be, Tony? Postman's Postman's not Postman's not cutting the mustard here. People are listening now, going, "He's full of shit." Right. Well, Tan, would would you say it's Tan shopping? I think you would. You would. You would own a wee business locally. Selling speedos. Selling. I uh, selling speedos. Well, Tan and speedos. Tony's Tan box. Oh my god, that sounds like a porn. <laughs> Right, uh, we'll roll with hand shot. With that. I think actually, if there was money in it, I would highly consider it. But it's, I don't know if there is. Or fucking, not. I'd say there is. Right, mental hurdles is the other question. Overcoming mental hurdles. <sighs> That's a tough one as well. Huh? Yeah, it depends how you severe and what age. You know, I think as you grow older, you get different hurdles because, like, you go from like that age of like when you're. 16 and 17 and you're getting mental hurdles of like you know the first girl you like and all is like the biggest thing in the world and shit can yeah. go wrong there and it fucks with your head so there's that mental hurdle then there's other rejection then when you go into uni there's that whole mental hurdle of Joe everybody goes for it is this uni degree for me or you've maybe started a trade or maybe you didn't go to uni is this the right decision and you think you have to hold you have to, you stress because you want your life to be figured out by the time you're 23 and everybody, and then whenever you hit like near thirty, you realize that nobody actually has their life together. Everybody's completely winged it, and nobody's actually really went the direction they want. And you, I think life's just full. Of, I think there's, I think it's just full of it. And as you move on, there's definitely gonna be different ones. Yeah, that, overcoming them is, is yeah. something that I think comes down to each person and how they react. I think a lot of people don't. I think a lot of people dodge them personally. Well, that's it. This overcoming Bury them. I burying it isn't overcoming. Um, no. And majority of people do bury it. Hopefully, it doesn't rear its head again. Mostly, it will rear its head again. Overcoming them. People end up where they don't want to be because, like, you you end up yeah. not being self-aware of what's making you. That's what. That's what how you end up miserable. I think, and then people don't realize why they're depressed or why they're sad. Not all. Don't get me wrong. There's other reasons for that. But you know, sometimes people be like, "I'm just not happy," and it's because they've actually never made a conscious decision on what they want to do to be happy. Yeah. Oh, they, I, yeah, they don't. No they don't. Into, yeah, if you put, if you just pick degree and then you're not sharing it, and you just roll it, and then you end up unhappy. That's not anybody else's fault but yours. And I think that's why people end up with so much stress because they don't want to be, but then they end up just having to go of it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's asking yourself the big questions, as you said, you know, and it's also finding out what makes you happy. I think it's another big thing that a lot of people don't even bother putting any uh, effort into doing. Like, what would you say is a mental hurdle? Like, uh, fuck, anything like can be a death. mental hurdle. From, I'd say like breakups and stuff fall into that. Well, breakups right. fall into, it, but also from, uh, from the opposite end of it, asking someone out, coming, overcoming that the mental hurdle yeah. of afraid of rejection or yeah, maybe built confidence as or well. afraid of 
asking them out, then you have to actually go out with them. And then yet you, then you're under pressure to fucking have a good date and all that shit. Or I'm always a what if person. I think that's that's like that in my opinion, yes, that's overcoming my heart, but I think that's almost overcoming stress. Would that be right? Well, it's the same thing, I would say. The hurdle yes. is the stress. Well, I think, I think if you were to go out in your garden now and there's a hurdle in front of you and you know them be drumsticks aren't getting over that hurdle. I just bounce clean off the gut. <laughs> yeah. There'll be a wee bit of stress coming into, into the head going, whew, I don't know if the glutes are going to... My head wouldn't even make the hurdle. I'd just walk clean under. There wouldn't <laughs> be a fucking a bend. It'd be like limbo. But I was no going to say limbo where you don't have to bend. <laughs> Lane. Uh, I think overcoming stress for me, maybe this is just the way I over I would overcome a hurdle and I would do this quite a lot of the time. And I don't know whether it's just it's not who I used to be. I've just drilled this in as like a really good habit. So like I would have been a major worth thinker joke. I'm yeah. sure loads of people listening are where you lie in bed at night and there's scenarios coming up where you're like, fuck me, this is and you think for it and you're stressed, and you're like, that's never coming true, but you're still fucking wide awake or you're just stressed out about what can go wrong you know you're gonna ask a lot and then you're like fuck is this gonna get put in her group chat and then people are gonna laugh at me and just everything that's going for your head and honestly see what i used to do is i and i say this to somebody i was giving business advice to the other day i always say write out the best case scenario and the worst case scenario and that is literally all that can happen and that's it there's yeah. nothing worse and nine times out of ten the worst case scenario doesn't come true like prime example like right so say you ask a girl out and you just you're you're chatting, you flirt where you ask her out. Best case scenario, fuck, she turns out to be the one. It's great, excellent. Or best case scenario for you could be you get led, whatever the fuck you want from it. Yeah. Worst case scenario is she says no, and your confidence is slightly affected for maybe about five minutes. But normally, if you have the balls to ask somebody out, your confidence probably will actually not go down. Yeah. Rejection's not what knocks your confidence down because there's plenty of my my friends that I know that would ask women out and they'll turn around and say no. Doesn't we all know that person who has no sweat asking fifty women out and as long as one says yes. Well, it's the numbers game. I've talked about this many a time. You play the numbers game. You're going to ask fifty out. There has to be ten's going to say yeah unless you're an absolute minger now. You don't sweat. You don't swing. You can't. You can't hit. So I think it's one of them things where the confidence and overcoming that will be from deep down. So like, even though people be like, "Oh, Joe, if I get rejected, this is going to affect my confidence," is not because if you don't have the confidence to ask that person out the first time, you're already shoot. You're that's worse than being rejected, in my opinion, because you've no, you've no, you're not even giving yourself the chance. Yeah. Joe, that's like if you're playing baseball. That's like not even going on the fucking pitch. At least if you walk up to fucking first base, you can have a swing. Yeah. Well, that's that's. You miss every you shot might, you don't take. No. Yeah, ex- exactly. So yeah. I think me logically, if you write it out in paper, I think yeah. Joe, right? If I start my own business or I do this, best case scenario is mental job, become a millionaire. It's unbelievable. I get everything I want. Worst case scenario, I put a load of effort and it doesn't pay off, and I just go back to whatever I was doing. You know, or the, and I think see once you write it in paper, you're like, you know what? Yeah, that's it. Like there's no overthinking there. There's just one or two decisions, and see every time you'll go, you know what? That's worth the shot. Yeah, once you see it in front of yourself and, and see it from a logical standpoint rather than an, an emotional standpoint, it's a lot exactly. easier. It's a lot easier to make the decision because even though you're thinking it and you think it out logically, until you put it on paper, there's still emotion attached to it. Yes, exactly. And then when you write it out, you're going to leave the emotion out, but you're going to yeah. look at it and go, fuck. But see if it's small things. I used to be a pros and cons man, but see if it's a small thing. I just got into the habit of going, will it kill me? And if the answer is no, I'll just go ahead. No, will it kill me? 
will kill me to do this thing. No, fucking do it. Is there a chance it could kill me? Yes, not doing it. <laughs> Instead of going pros and cons, thinking it out, just fucking either do it or don't do it. Um, but if it's business and stuff, you have to be logical about it. It's a long list of pros and cons. And I just look at it from a very grey, non-emotional point of view. And just look at it and go, hmm, there it is in front of me. There's the answer. Even if I do want the answer to be yes, everything's telling me no. I'm just going no. And I know sometimes people, then it, it's not as risk, you know, people will be more, oh, well, I'd rather take the risk. Well, that's when you, you, you know, you bring in a bit of emotion and go, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to take yeah, the chance, no, but I think overcoming emotions probably more of that is because yeah, I well, every, much. every, I think every decision, unless you're a fucking robot, there's going to be some sort of emotion attached to it. Um, yeah. sure, but, I like the quote. I always say this whenever somebody asks me advice, I'm like, what advice would you give to me if I asked you the same thing? Yeah. And I know that sounds so odd because it's so easy. Do you ever get that whenever somebody asks you advice and you're like, this is such a hand it's not handy but you're like there's this is what you can do x y or z or this is what happened it's like when somebody comes to you and they go joe such and such has cheated on me or blah blah and you go right well there's two options you know a, a or b and that's it but the problem is when you're when you're in there it's like you don't have the bird's eye view when you have a bird's eye view of the situation it's so much easier to give it so i always say that if you're uh, really struggling put put you in somebody else's shoes and what advice would you give them and nine times out of ten you know that's probably the right well, answer anyway because you know what you're at well it's the reason there's football there's coaches and managers in the sideline yes no you exactly. don't like to be honest they don't most of the time they don't have that big of an impact on the game because they're not the people doing the shooting and the scoring and the stopping the scoring but when you're in the battle you can't see key things happening around you but they can because they're outside of the battle and they should be staying on emotional. Yeah, 100%. So that's the only reason they're there. It's probably no, the same I, way as, you know, yeah, yeah. I think I just became a life coach. I was going to say, I'm going to start selling courses by the fucking looks of it. It's one of them <laughs> things where, it's one of them things where it, it, there's no right or wrong. You need to develop a system. See, once you overcome one thing, think of how, you, think of how you've done it rather than do it or use a process like I use that Mickey's use that use a process and then once you make a decision that's really tricky you know what works for you whereas if you're not self-aware and you're making just decisions you're always going to get this issue whereas if you have a small system for a stressful barrier then you know what works for you and you can use it every time so you're not wasting energy you're not wasting days you're wasting minutes and then move and move you're, you're already on the path to either getting better feeling better moving forward making decisions indecisiveness is the killer oh yeah yeah, it's better to do something rather than do nothing, or do something yes, rather than. You're think. better doing something and it being wrong than doing fuck all. There was a I, the boy that owns Todd. Did you ever hear of Todd's Leap? Yeah. The guy that owns Todd's Leap, like he's he's known to be a bit of a slabber, but I like him. Very very wealthy man, self made man, um, and he, we were speaking to him one day, and he was saying about how he had dinner with Bill Clinton, and. Bill Clinton said something I'm like do you want to be the guy that's do you want to be the guy that's making things happen to the guy who says what the fuck just happened and he said that's the thing that stuck with him in business 
And I remember him saying, I remember him saying it at the time, and us going, "Oh, it's cool, cool saying." And actually, when you think about it, you're like, "Right? Do you want to be the guy that makes the thing happen, or do you want to be that guy who's looking at in distance, going, what the fuck just happened over there?'" And I was like, "Gee, you know," because they were saying like, "People were like, why would anybody come to for an outdoor adventure park and throw throw the shithole? You know, why would people do that? Why would people want to go and shoot bow and arrows and do off road dirt tracks and?" You know, zip lines and throwing. You no, know, why would you do that? Why would you pump so much money in that when you're making so much money doing your engineering stuff? And he was like, "I just wanted to make things happen." I thought that was very yeah. Thought that was a good one. Final question. Unless you have a question, probably not because you didn't seem to do. Um, you didn't do a lot. This, you didn't, you didn't do a lot that. this week. No, yeah. no, no. I don't tend not to do so much. No, I've been stressed. Can money buy happiness? Oh, I think that's tricky. I think a lot of people will say no, and this is just me being honest. <laughs> what was that big dramatic pause about? Uh, because <laughs> I like to build a bit of fucking intensity. It's like when you strip down for sex, you need to stand there for a minute and just be silent. Take in, the, take, take in the terrain. <laughs> <laughs> Get the car pump out and hope it works. Uh, I think for me... Happiness can't exactly be bought. It's not a place. It's it's a it's a sense of being. But for anybody that says Joe, money won't make you happy. I can guarantee you that if you chase money to make you happy, you won't be happy. But money can make things a lot easier for you because there, there's very few stresses in life that will be worse than money stresses, in my opinion. Yeah. So, like, don't get me wrong. You'll see people and they'll put up this stuff and they'll go, "Money can't buy you happiness." And then you see other people going, "Well, I'd rather be sad in a Lambo." So, and I'm like, well, a, lot yeah, of, a lot of that's kind of true, like. For no. me, it's one of them things that you can't bat, but it definitely wouldn't hurt your situation unless the fact is that you're trying to, you're sad as fuck or you're miserable, and you think by accumulating wealth that's going to somehow make you you feel better. It's yeah, not, it's a rabbit. Like Joe, you'll chase it. We went through stuff like this before. I don't think it can personally, but I don't think it hurts. Like, like it's like saying we went through that before. It's like saying Joe, re- all rich people are wankers. They're not. Not everybody's a wanker. Not everybody who's rich is happy. Not every purrs is unhappy. Yeah. It's it's a mixture. Yeah, I think money money will last your worries slightly. If if yeah, like Dan Blazarian's a good example. Like he he talks about like how like. He's went with loads of women, loads of money, and like he still feels really unfulfilled. It's because he's a fucking pathological liar. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So it's one of them things where it's just, it, it really, there's going to be so many different examples because you're going to know people like, for example, my mum, like if I give her all the money in the world, wouldn't change how happy she is? She's really, really happy the way she is. Joe, it wouldn't affect her. Whereas like, for other people to think like, oh, Joe, money would let me travel and do X, Y, and Z. But people can travel and still be fucking miserable. Like I've had, weeks at home that have been better than weeks I've been on holidays do you know yeah so oh I, yeah that's true like it's uh, so I went some holidays and I went do you know what I'd rather be home right now and I'd rather be in my way up my wee room do you know and that your wee room <laughs> well yeah my wee my wee bedroom the, uh, I'm not even gonna say it hey? I was gonna yeah. say now that you're getting bigger does the room feel smaller does your bed seem smaller yeah, it does. I'm not gonna lie. She, she's not. Well, you don't follow my man Instagram, do you? No. She, put, she keeps on putting up videos of me sleeping all over the house because I'm on deload week, so I'm supposed to have my normal sleep, and then when I'm training, I'm supposed to nap. Right. So like seven and a half to eight hours a night, and then whenever I would train around two or three, 
take another hour sleep just to help with recovery. Right. So I've been lying about getting naps, but like yesterday she took a video of me lying on the, the sofa and like I used to be able to fit on the side. Like I'm completely hanging off it like, like you know, I'm not even able to fit like lying down it and I'm a bad you know, you roll over the cold side, like there is no cold side now because I take off fucking majority of it. So it's a, a, la- a lat spread takes up, does it? Takes up a good bit of it. Like it's just you're more fucking Do you snoring? No Yeah, I do snore more. Are you worried about sleep back or anything? No, that you need a lot of weight for that. Like I'm nowhere near that. Like you need, to be, a, you need to be a big, big, big. Lot, a lot of them bodybuilders all sleep acne. I know, but I'm not a bodybuilder yet. Like do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. Right. not the them boys that would be my height with 115, 120 kilos on them, like. okay, and a lot more tissue, a lot less fat. Do you know what I mean? That's a lot more weight. I don't know. I think that's a compliment. You know what you do? You say- get get yourself a wee snoring monitor. Get that app. No, just get ready to them. No, it, it it just starts recording in your sleep, anyway. You don't. You just turn it on at night. But I know she's she's recording me snoring. Like I know what I'm like because I want to hear it. Brutal, something. Making the intro to the podcast. If you want to? <laughs> uh, it's more like a. That's probably very similar. <laughs> what it is. It sounds like I'm choking on a golf ball or something. That's roughly. Oh, uh, that's. Uh, it's, it's always a. It's, it's like a it's like a call you know, like a you know, hairball sort of that's uh, like. but it'll go whenever I drop weight because it didn't used to snore uh, no no it's alright it's not grand so you don't have to make, here, you don't have to make excuses to, to me and the listeners can money by happiness to you that's the question yes <laughs> yeah I was going to say you're the sort of man I think you're good no it can't it can't been there no I'm joking it can't uh, you'll be happy when you're happy not saying to that you were out last night Tony Today is Sunday. You were out Saturday night. Yeah, so I was I had one drink. Worried drove. about you, kid. Did you think I was on it? You're gonna, off, you're off the, it. you're gonna off the fucking reels. <laughs> I know. Loads of people text me there going, first time out in ages, you not down. I was like, I had one Corona, mate. I drove. Where, where, where'd you go? I met the boys in the pub, and I literally met them for a bit of crack. I wasn't gonna go out, and then they were, they were going to the next place. And I just goes, so I went into the bank then for one, and I was like, Joe, what? And I'm gonna be honest, the bank. Don't get me wrong. Is it open? There, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like disco. It's like just more of a pub sort of scene now. All right, yeah. The disco went to complete shambles. Like after that Wednesday rip, sort of phenomenal. Uh, and uh, see, to be honest, like don't get me wrong, I enjoy the crack already, but. I honestly don't miss going out. Like I honestly just don't. Look, it's not for me. Like it's just not my life. Same as me. Hey, um, after that four day, sure. after that four day yeah. in Liverpool, <laughs> that's heavy going. Like, don't get me wrong. I enjoy going on holidays and or going to like a proper. Like, when I be fine, yes. But like, see, going to my local, it's this. Like, don't get me wrong. I love to. I love talking to everybody. But at the same time, I, I enjoy different in, different environments and stuff. Joe, you know, something different. I couldn't do that weekly. Like that was nice as a once off. I couldn't do it next weekend again with the same people. Do you think people be looking at you going there as a fitness boy? Is he drinking? People be looking at me, at me and be going, fuck, he's much fatter in real life. That's definitely what's happening. That boy actually is diabetic. He's, I'm not joking. I went out and see the heat. My, <laughs> under my tits has so much sweat. It was a joke. Oh, I meant to ask you this all day. So, right, have you, has your like, clothes sizes changed a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my, but like, in, like late, lately, like in the last, say, See since Dubai, not well, maybe not since Dubai, but say last summer to this summer, yeah. Yeah, I probably went from like a large to like a double XL. Do you find it hard to get clothes now? No. 
No, no, no. I just buy everything. I just when I type in stuff, I always I only buy oversized clothes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like even whenever if you see me in a top that's like my sleeves are tight, it's not because I bought a normal top. I bought an oversized top and I've actually grown Sammy out of it. <laughs> well, you're lucky. Oversizes then, aren't we? Yeah, the oversized tops I buy are like down your elbow and they're double XL. They're made for much bigger people. So like, I just I don't have to buy loads. And you know, I just I just buy stuff that doesn't really fit right in the first place, and then that way you don't grow out of it. Then you go to Giacomo. <laughs> you don't have to go to Giacomo, do you? Me and Johnny Vegas sponsor the the front man for it at the moment. Like. You and uh, what do you call him? Used to be the Freddie Flinter. Well, he's alright. I didn't think he'd done it. I thought it was more Johnny Vegas. No, it was Freddie Flinter. Was the fucking face of Giacomo for years. Oh, well, that's alright. Well, you and Johnny, you're Freddie Flinter, right? I'm gonna let you go, guys. Keep rating and reviewing. Do your thing. Um. We're gonna be, we're gonna be recording video recording one soon. Video recording, how old school? We're gonna be. <laughs> we'll vlog it next. Be next vlog- week or the week after. Yes. Next week or the week after. Yeah, we'll vlog it and then. Uh, yeah, get on to Tony's uh, YouTube. Tony McLevy Fitness is it? It's just Tony McLevy. It's just Tony McLevy. You'll see his big head there. Uh, I have. Oh, wait there. How many? Did you check? Two hundred and twelve. No, I don't do it. Yeah, two hundred thirteen and nine hundred and sixty. I've never got a thousand views in that video. I'm not gonna lie. You've went up. Actually, you've went up ten views and one subscriber since we've recorded an hour ago. That's alright. I think that's good. That's very views. good because you cursed Tony. I warned you Did not you, to curse. Mate, I can't help it. YouTube hates cursing. I'll try and not do it from now on. But mate, that's so. Don't tough. say the word COVID and don't curse. What, uh, how many views do you think that would have got if I didn't swear? Be honest, you'd be on at least 15, 13, 16, 14? no, 16, 1700 already. Yeah, well, then go. Right. You, you, need just... to, you need to go on the Paddy Galloway's YouTube and watch a few of his videos. And he puts people through the reasons the YouTubers are so successful. And all the massive successful YouTubers are all the sort of videos that be sent to people. So, say, even though I'm over 18, right. I yeah. don't have that set on my YouTube, so if if there's a, a a video that's for over 18s, I still have to click that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I would never be sent your video unless I search for it. Oh, right. So you know what I mean? Yeah, so it needs to be okay for kids. Exactly, so it's okay for everybody. Even though you've said, you've probably clicked the button knowing you when you put that up, that's okay for everybody. No, I didn't even. Oh, you didn't even, so that's all right. It wouldn't let me upload. It, it came across flagged like by uploading. Aye, so it, it caught that curse about 40 seconds. Three, of the, 40 three seconds. Of seconds in. Hello, <laughs> so it hello, caught. My name's fucking Tony McAuley. <laughs> uh, practically, guys, let's fucking get this food in this. There was one person, did, one person did send it to me and goes, this is fake. Tony does not cook his own food. Just not, yeah, no, but that's a normal day. It depends. See, at the minute, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be dead through you. Like, I would cook four to five meals at the minute, and it's not even cooked. Like, no, like, see, whenever you watch that video of me cooking, that's not cooking. Oh, no, it's not cooking. Like, but somebody did say that you know, as a listener to see, the podcast, and you know, they've heard you say before, I delegate it, yeah, I do. But the problem is, I delegate it whenever it's see, I delegate you, sir, like no fucking Hitler, Yuri's Hitler, I delegate it. <laughs> See, my ones have no problem giving me a hand. Like, you imagine how easy it is whenever, like, my, see, see, the thing is, my dad, like, me, somebody else cooking food for me isn't cooking everything for me. It's like, like, my dad boiling the rice in the morning for all five of my meals and the veg, and then I 
the meat will already be pre-cooked. So like I'll already have chicken ready from days ago or bought cooked or salmon that's microwave. Where do you buy it cooked? So you buy cut chicken out in the garage or you can buy it in any shop really. I'm not lying. You can buy it, like we have a garage of Barway and then I, I buy frozen salmon and dang it in the microwave and people won't like that but it's one of them things where we're smoked salmon you know you don't have to cook so uh, my meal prep is so quick. So like say for example like whenever you look at the food that I prepped the other day I had skier yogurt and granola no prep. Yeah. I had a shake and a bar to the garage no prep. Third meal was cooked chicken, a pack and a ham, and two bagels. No prep. I have, a, I have some popcorn. I'm going to watch the video of the night. There you go. And the last thing that actually was cooked was uh, potatoes, steak, and veg. But the potatoes and veg were already cooked from the night before, and the steak took three minutes. And let's talk about the thumbnail. You were on Fiverr, and you got some man in Bangladesh to do it. I got a Filipino to do it, yeah. Uh, it's doing you no favours, that. Do you not like that? It's good, but the background color is too dark. See, I, that was that's my first time. You're very, very. Critical. No, well, you, you went to him because he does a thumbnail. I done it because he was only three pound fifty. I know, but it's it's got the right. You're on the right track, but you know you want it to be. What was wrong? What, like, what look at there. Look at look there. No, that's changed. Fuck's sake. Yeah, there's two photos of the boy there. Like, look there. Compared to that one, ah, oh, for did you see it? I seen that. You know yeah, what I mean? That like, look as good as mine. Hey, they're all right. Though. They're not special. Right. Mine's fresh. Filipino done a good job. I you didn't know. You did do a good. What's his name? Uh, so you don't even know his I, name because he's from fucking Bangladesh and you don't care about him. You give him his three pound and told him to fucking slide on. Three pound fifty seven. What's his name? Yes. K K K or K or whatever the fuck it is, it's K away. <laughs> K. I was like K. I was like right. So this, I don't know. You should have seen. He sent me some mockups again. I'm not lying. See if I sent them for you, you would be like, I'm gonna fuck. If you if I had picked one of them, you would have fucked. Nah, it is not it. I'm only one money when you up. It is a good. It is a good thumbnail. Stop that then, because you make me doubt myself. You'll never doubt yourself. Look, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Sayonara.